Amen. Well, welcome to the house of the Lord. Happy New Year to you all. I want you to feel full of life heading into 2020. I hope you do. A new year full of new possibilities, new impossibilities that we will see come to pass as miracles. We believe in our Lord that He leads us into the new year, and I just want to encourage you concerning His faithfulness, how good He truly is. We're going to get into the Word this morning, 1 Samuel chapter 17. You can turn there in your Bibles. Beginning at verse 1. Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together. And they drew up in battle array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side with a valley between them. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. And he had bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. Now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels. And a shield-bearer went before him, Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and you the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words, the words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. A champion went out, Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of bronze. And he had bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. Now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels. And a shield-bearer went before him. Interpretation this morning, giant. This giant had experience. This giant had stature. This giant had stance. This giant had a voice. This giant had a mission. This giant had a mandate. This giant had an attitude. This giant had confidence. This giant had taunt, and this giant had a challenge. Sound familiar? Concerning your own life, sound familiar? Concerning your home life, sound familiar? 
Giants seem real big when you are standing close. The Lord spoke, and this is what he said. Goliath looked big. Get up on the mountain of the Lord, and there you tower over your impossibility, your enemy, your obstacle, your giant. He's an ant. And as you stand on that mountain, know that when the Lord has you and has your sling and has your heart and has your zeal and has your righteous anger, that giant, your Goliath, will fall. So lift up your battle cry, I'm going to get you, Goliath. I feel this is a word for many here today. In fact, it's a word for all of us here today. This is a word for this church. You see, the reality is that we gain courage on the mountain of the Lord. And we have to let the mountain change our perspective. Not all do. You see, the mountain of the Lord had changed David's perspective. David's relationship with the Lord, his walk with the Lord had changed his perspective. And we have to get into the mountain. We have to get onto the mountain and let it change our perspective. We take a step back and we take steps up so that we can really see what's going on. And when the mountain has ministered to us, we step out. We start moving. And we start moving that sling packed with a smooth stone from the living brook of life. The sling in the hand matters. The stone, it matters. Where we source the stones from matters. Where we source our ammunition from matters. Verse 40 in the New King James Version, Then he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, and put them in a shepherd's bag, in a pouch, which he had. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. This young man, David, journeyed with the Lord. And here he is. The Lord has brought him to the battlefield. This young man walked with the Lord these years in his youth. He knew the faithfulness of God. He knew the backing of the Lord. And here he is with the right perspective. Not all had the right perspective that day. You see, the Lord trains our hands for war. And I believe the word to this house today is that he has trained us to kill giants. And if we only remember the victories of the past, we'd know it's true. There are some here today that have been a part of this congregation for decades. Some that have been here for multiplied decades. Some that have been here for less than that. But here we are united as a body. United as a people under God. The Lord has led us in the past and he will continue to lead us into the future. We have seen victories in the past and we will see victories in the future. Our God is not dead. He is alive. He has not changed. The Bible declares...
that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so we read these accounts, we read these stories, we've got our own stories. There's more stories. There's more history yet to be written. Psalm 144, verse 1, Blessed be the Lord my rock who trains my hands for war. The voice, blessed be the eternal my rock, he trains my hands for war. Listen to these words. He gives me the skills I need for battle. The Lord gave David the skills he needed for battle. The Lord had equipped this young man. This was the greatest moment David had ever faced to this point. The greatest giant. This was beyond the lion and the bear. However, the Goliath spirit was something David had been fighting all along. Just as the lion and the bear, Goliath comes to ravage the flock. Goliath comes to kill and destroy and devour the flock. And here's David. You know, I thought about this. He could have just packed up and have gone back home. But you know what happened that day? The Lord gave David a new flock to protect. Young shepherd boy, and all of a sudden, the Lord gives him a new flock to protect. A new opportunity. I've said this before. Faith makes things possible, not easy. I wonder if there was any fear inside of this young man's heart. And I don't want to expound where there aren't words to back that up. That's not the point this morning. But you know, lion bear, but here you are. This is a new level. This is a new level of faith a new level of trust and reliance and confidence. What does a sheep see when a sheep encounters a lion? A sheep, a sheep sees a Goliath. What does a sheep see when a sheep encounters a bear? A sheep sees a Goliath. But if that sheep can get up on the mountain, that Goliath doesn't look so monstrous anymore. What we are facing right now, and this is the reality for some here today, what we are facing now may seem bigger than anything we've ever faced before. But the truth is, that's how it is as we advance in the call of God for our lives, our families, our church, and so on. Bigger than ever before. But what we've been fighting all along is that same spirit. We've been fighting that same spirit all along since younger days, since simpler days, since smaller days. I mean, David could have just said, Lord, I've done the lion, I've done the bear. Can I go for something littler? This giant, you keep leading me on, but that's the way it is for all of us here today. The individual, the family, the church, as we advance, bigger giants, bigger obstacles. Because the enemy does not want us to take the land. The enemy doesn't want us to advance. 
doesn't want your family to advance in the things of God, in the purposes of God. The word of the Lord today is that the Lord has been preparing us and he's been preparing you. He's been training us. He's been training you to enter the next stage of calling and destiny. The Lord has led us to this battlefield to take out a bigger Goliath than we've ever taken out before. The Lord has led us into 2020 to take out a bigger Goliath than we've ever taken out before. And the same sling, this is the word of the Lord, and I know this is the word of the Lord, all right? The same sling will prevail. The stone will prevail. The weapons and manner tested and proven will once again prove strong. We don't take on new armor. We don't take on new methods. We don't take on new tactics. We don't take on what somebody else advises we take on. We step out and draw near to the giant with the simple things of the gospel, the sling and the stone, knowing that these have prevailed in the past and they will prevail again. Though the Goliath be bigger, the Goliath will fall. You see, David didn't need new armor because he had the armor of the Lord all over him. And the world would love to tell us you need new tactics to reach a culture. You need new methods and new ways and new means to reach a generation, to reach a city. Parents, you need something different to minister to your kids, to raise your kids right. The same sling will prevail, the same stone. The simple things of the gospel. The gospel is where the power is. We get up on the mountain of the Lord, and there we tower over our impossibility, our enemy, our obstacle, our giant. Clean hands and pure hearts, and we take to the mountain to gain a new perspective on our situation. We climb in prayer, we climb in fasting. We climb in praise. We climb in worship. We climb in communion. We climb in consecration. We climb in the Word. Reinhard Bonnke said these words, the Bible says that the devil is like a roaring lion, 1 Peter 5, 8. He comes in the darkness and tries to frighten the children of God with his mighty roar. But when you switch on the light of the Word of God, you discover that there is no lion. There is only a mouse with a microphone. The devil is an imposter. Got it? Some of us were so scared, but all you got to do is flip on the light of the word. You know, (laughs) David had this different perspective. He stood up on that mountain. All these great soldiers, can you imagine? And here comes this little ruddy shepherd boy. He's like, Let's take this guy out. Everybody else shaking in their boots. They're on the same mountain. They have the same perspective concerning sight, physical sight. But that day they didn't have the spiritual sight. They didn't see how David saw. The Lord is raising up an army of Davids. Some of us here today, we know the lion. 
Some here today know the lion and the bear. There are those here today that know the lion, the bear, and they know Goliath. And there are those here today that have gone beyond these. And so has this church. Yet there are more giants to put to the ground. Verses 40 to 44, then he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch, which he had, and his sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. And the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Listen, when we advance, so does our Goliath. And as soon as we leave the mountain of the Lord, the enemy tries to mess with our seeing. But we are to be those to walk by faith and not by sight. We cannot forget what we've seen on the mountain. Our Goliath disdains us. He scorns our maturity. For some here today, that's exactly what your Goliath is doing. He's scorning your maturity. He's scorning your manner of approach. He's scorning your stature. He questions your advancement. He questions the method of your fighting. Your Goliath curses you. Our Goliath claims victory before the showdown. Isn't that how the enemy is? The enemy taunts at us. Our Goliath declares our death. He has one that carries his shield, but I believe that we need to understand today that we have one that is our shield. The Lord is our shield. The Lord is with us. And if we have the right connection with God, there is no giant that we should fear. If we are those with clean hands and pure hearts, there's no Goliath that we should fear. If we've walked with the Lord and been faithful and we know that he's leading us, there's no Goliath that we should fear. There's no giant that we should fear. You see, the enemy wants us to believe his rhetoric. Why? Because he doesn't want the sling to start moving. And he doesn't want the stone to fly. He wants to cripple us with his words. He wants us to remain in the mountain. If he can use words to stop us, he will. Because he knows he can't stop us in battle. Now you want to know the truth? We are no match for Goliath. On our own, we are no match. In our own strength and ability, no match. Why would David be a match for Goliath? Because of who he was matched with. I'm going to share the words of David Wilkerson with you this morning. The Philistines stood on the mountain on one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side with a valley between them. Did that stop the enemy? 
Not at all. And I'd like to interject to you this morning. Just because we are on the mountain of the Lord, it doesn't mean it'll stop the enemy. He continues, the Philistines brought out a greater weapon in the form of Goliath, a giant of a man. David knew he was no match for Goliath, but he also knew that the battle wasn't his but God's. When he heard Goliath's taunts, he testified, This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down. And all the earth will know that there is a God in Israel. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. Spiritual victory is never our own. It comes from our deliverer. He continues, It is for our own benefit that God tells us to remember. The memory of our past deliverances helps to increase our faith for what we are going through right now. Are you facing a crisis? Do you have a menacing giant of a problem at home, at work, or in your family? The only way to face a giant is to do as David did. Remember the lion and the bear. By remembering God's faithfulness to him in his past crises, David could go up against Goliath without fear. When David volunteered to fight Goliath, Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. And David said to Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered him out of his mouth. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. David knew the danger he was facing against Goliath. He wasn't some novice, a naive kid full of bravado and looking for a fight. No, David was simply remembering his past deliverances. And now he looked his enemy squarely in the eye and stated, The Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion... And out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Multitudes of God's people face giants on all sides. Multitudes of God's people today face giants on all sides. Yet many cower in fear. Does this describe you? Have you forgotten the time you were so sick that you were close to death, but the Lord raised you up? Do you remember the financial disaster you went through? And you thought, that's it, I'm finished. Yet the Lord saw you through it and has kept you to this day. There are many things we don't understand and won't understand until we are home with Jesus. But I absolutely believe that God can heal and that he has a way out of every situation. The question for us is, where do we find the faith, the courage to stand up and gain victory in him? It comes only by remembering the lion and the bear. It comes when you are able to recall the incredible faithfulness of God and the past victories he has given you. You can't face a giant until you're able to envision and understand the majesty and glory of God in your life. And maybe that's the message today. Maybe that's your message today. That you need to remember the lion and the bear. You need to remember the past deliverances. You need to recall the incredible faithfulness of God. 
Maybe that's our message today, that we need to recall these past victories that He has given us. Not living in the past, but letting the past live to secure the future. You see, you see the difference? We're not living in the past, but we allow the past to live. We remember the goodness of the Lord. We remember how He's delivered us. How quickly the people of God can forget the great deliverances of the Lord. I mean, think of Israel as they came out of Egypt. The incredible miracles of God. And all of a sudden, they're questioning the new giant, the new obstacle. How can we make it? We need to envision and understand the majesty and glory of God in our life. And I wonder if sometimes we get too close to our Goliath. And by that I mean this. Too familiar with his words. Too intimate with his words. Too close to his size. Too close to his stature, his frame, his position. There we are so close that we can't see anything but the giant Goliath. It's a day to step back, and no, I don't mean retreat. It's a day to take to higher ground. It's a day to gain new perspective, real perspective. It's a day to turn the lights on. It's a day to gather stones. It's a day to remember. It's a day to take our focus off the impossibility and see the possibility It's a day to take our focus off of Goliath and place our focus on our Goliath, our Lord and our Savior. Forget the ones next to us. Forget the ones next to us who exalt the giant. And I believe that also is a word for some of us here today. There are those that we're surrounding ourselves with. It could even be other believers, and we might need to just step aside for a season and get in with the Lord because every time we're around them, even though we're in the mountain of the Lord and we're looking down at this little ant, this little mouse of the microphone, all they do is exalt the giant. Talk about the giant's stature. Talk about all the victories that this giant has under his belt. Talk about the size of the spear. Talk about the size of the shield. You know what I'm talking about this morning? You have any people in your life like that? Every time you're with them, they're just glorifying Goliath. You sit with believers, they're just glorifying Goliath, glorifying the impossibility. Instead of glorifying God, instead of testifying like we should be testifying, instead of declaring Goliath's defeat. But they're just going over Goliath's words. This is what he said. So this is where we'll stay. Forgetting how the Lord had led them in the past. All the miracles. Our giant is greater than any giant we will ever face in this life. The enemy will keep coming with greater weapons, but the Lord has not left us unprepared and untrained. And so today I want to encourage the church. 
Let today and let this new year be a year of testifying. The Philistines brought out a greater weapon in the form of Goliath, a giant of a man. David knew he was no match for Goliath, but he also knew that the battle wasn't his but God's. When he heard Goliath's taunts, he testified. Is that our response? When we hear Goliath's taunts, do we start testifying? The testimony in our mouth. Into my hand, the Lord will deliver you and I will strike you down and all the earth will know that there is a God in Israel. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hand. I believe this morning we need to start testifying in this place. We can have the worship team return. I believe as a family unit we need to start testifying. I believe as an individual, as individuals today, we need to start testifying. Goliath comes with his taunts. And for many here, that is an all too real reality today. We climb into the mountain of the Lord. We get up on the mountain of the Lord and we let the mountain minister to us. Have you ever been in a church service? In the mountain of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, so fired up, so ready to go, feel unstoppable, and you walk out the door, the enemy just taunting at you. And pretty soon all that faith is gone. You've been in the mountain, but now it's gone. You've got to let the mountain have its way with you. Change your seeing. And when we head down, we walk by faith, not by sight. Because for us to believe that David somehow didn't see the height, the stature of Goliath that day, that's not the reality. But he had this connection with God. He knew how faithful his Lord was. He knew that God had helped him with the lion. God had helped him with the bear. And there he is. And he knew that the Lord had his back. And he knew that the Lord was his shield. And he knew that no weapon formed against him would prosper. No kingdom raised against him would stand didn't mean that the weapon would not form. That would make for a nice life, wouldn't it? But it wouldn't prosper. David didn't claim glory for himself. He said, this day the Lord will deliver. This is not human presumption. This is not us saying we're going to go and bring deliverance and do all these things. It's only by his grace and our own strength we're nothing. and our own ability we're nothing. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And so I don't know what you're facing today. Maybe you're facing a lion. Maybe you're facing a bear. Or here you are, and the Lord has led you to what is now the greatest, the greatest fight. Goliath. Remember the faithfulness of the Lord. In this place, I believe some need to start testifying. As the band just begins to sing, we're just going to lift up Jesus this morning. They're going to lead us. 
Just begin to testify in this place. The taunts are coming. Begin to testify the goodness of the Lord. Begin to testify and declare your victory, the breakthrough, the freedom, the advancement. For whatever your situation is, whatever your circumstance is. There are some here today that do need to remember. You need to stir yourself up in the most holy faith by remembering the great deliverances of the Lord. You need to remember the past victories. If you've forgotten the past victories and you've entered into, let's even say, this new year and you already feel drained, listen, God wants you to leave this place fueled for this year. Not worn out already, not questioning things already. God wants us strong. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you know how you can raise your faith level today? By remembering the great deliverances of the Lord. And you say, I don't think I faced a lion in my life or a bear in my life. Well, i just like to say that you have faced a Goliath, and the Lord has delivered you if you are saved. If you call yourself a Christian, you have witnessed the greatest miracle you will ever witness, how God pulled you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so just begin to recall that, how the Lord has delivered you from these things. For some here, the Lord has delivered you from great things like this. He's delivered you from addictions. He's delivered you from a wayward life. He's delivered you from attitudes. He's delivered you from anger. He's delivered you from jealousy. He's delivered you from envy. He's delivered you from promiscuity. He's delivered you, and we could just go down the list, and God has been faithful, and those were the things you were facing, and they were your own lions, your own bears, your own giants, and God has set you free. You just begin to remember those victories. Lord, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. God, you've changed things for me, Lord. I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away. Old things have passed away. Let's stand in this place. Killing giants. Climb right now and let the mountain usher in a miracle. Remember today and let the past live to secure the future. Envision and understand the glory of God in your life. Testify the victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Have your way with us, Lord.